When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. G'day everybody, welcome to the show. It is the Carlton Show after round two, 2018. I don't know whether I speak on behalf of my colleagues, Paul Barbaza and Stephen Pertile, but after the one this week, I almost wish we weren't here talking about it right now. Hello, Bagsy. G'day, Handy. I'm very Pilsner about this game. <laughs> Hello, Geckman. G'day, boys. Nice to be here. Is it nice to be here? Not, not really, not, nah, really. Nah, nah, Hey, hey listen, just before we get started, can you oblige me in a little exercise that I'm conducting at a moment? It's called Good Reasons to Do Something and Bad Reasons to Do Something, okay? So I've drawn a column on a page, Hello. and I'm writing reasons that are good to do something and reasons to, uh, that are bad to do something. Right. And the topic that I've decided on this week is whether it's a good idea or a bad idea to open the roof at Docklands on a sunny day. Now, oh, well. the bad I've, I've got bad reasons that players can't see, umpires can't see, uh, one ruckman in particular has a disadvantage at the bounce, and TV viewers can't see the game at all. Can you guys think of any good reasons? Oh, it's probably nicer for the 28,000 people who are there. Okay. Okay. Well... I think when the fans, the, the spectator probably deserves some consideration. The weight, the weight of uh, so you're reasons. saying the spectators like it open. Oh, I do. Do you? On a sunny day, do you like the roof open at Etihad for a one forty? Not if the sun's in my eyes. <laughs> do you like the roof open for a one forty five? I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, and I think the evidence has been shown over a long time. Scale now to realise that it affects everything. The only thing I'll say: the sun in the eyes of players at the MCG. That's what I was going to say. It's it's the only problem is that every other we don't we don't we've only got one stadium with a roof, and every other stadium is open, so it's not a problem. I guess for any other stadium, no other stadium faces in that direction. Yeah, but the sun in the eyes of players at the MCG today. It runs uh, east west. North-South. Uh, well, I've no, got a fair run. It's an issue. Everybody continues to balance the argument, it, and I find it mind-boggling. It, but no, it's an issue because there's a roof. Yes, absolutely. It's an issue because there's a roof. Mm. Oh, you got the roof It's an it. issue because they choose to open it on very few occasions well, it was open. Yes, It was open on Sunday. It was open okay. on Sunday for the 320 game between the Western Bulldogs and the West Coast Eagles. I think, uh, isn't it like if there's any threat of rain, then they will have they shut it, it shut. They shut it. That's They shut it. I think and, the and AFL I, is... I guess that grass needs sun to grow. The AFL is more inclined now because they've changed their rules on it. It used to be an open and shut policy. Um, and now they've changed their rules on it. I think the indication will be they're more inclined to leave it open. I can understand what you're saying. Well, even no, if it's raining. But, mate, it's an outdoor game. It's an outdoor game. And if there's a bit of wind and a bit of sun, well, so be it. I'd have no problem if the sun arced across the winds, but it arcs across the goals. But, but, but you're not listening to what I'm saying. So, At the MCG today, the sun got in players' eyes. You say so you're not... I, I admit, I know that it comes straight down the ground between the hours of sort of one thirty and 4 o'clock. It sets, you know, behind. I understand what you're saying, but to suggest that there's no um, weather... Or environmental elements that come into play at any other ground. Oh, Andy, I'll, I'll just I'll just point out something. Mm. Stephen May was interviewed uh, after one of mm. the quarters, and he said, "Oh, you know, it's a bit tough out there with the sun in the eyes." Yeah, but you know, I agree. Oh, no, no, hang on a minute. No, no, hang no, no. On. I spoke to well, Jared Witts, and he said he didn't have any issues with it at all. Hear me out. Hear okay, me out. Right. All I'm saying is, at quarter time at the G or at, at the Gabba or wherever, mm. you don't 
ever hear anyone say, oh, the, oh, the sun's... At the Gabba, you hear people say all the time, I lost it in the seats. At night time, you say, I lost in it the in the... In the seats, but not the sun. You people at night time say, I lost it in the lights. Yeah, I, I hear that. We're talking about the sun here. But I'm we? just saying, there's, there's, there's always something. Whether it's the sun, or it's the lights, or it's the wind, or it's the rain, or it's the this, or it's the that. There's always something that... Yeah, but you can control that well, at that's, well, that's Well, that is the point. You can't control it anywhere else, but you can at Docklands. Hey, mate, even if you shut the roof at Docklands at 145, there's still going to be lights on inside. And I guarantee you a player sooner or later is going to lose a footy... I, I think I know what Gecko's up to. I know, to no, I know what he's I know he's too. up to. He's deflecting from the game. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on the show. That's the Carlton Show for round two. Lovely to have you with us. Um, no, listen, I think most people would be on your side when it comes hey, to this. anyone one. out there who wants to join in in this argument, no, no, Twitter. Oh, Twitter I'm, away and they, let's see they what do. you think. They're no, right no, into no, it. They're right into it, agree. Most people would agree They still you. want you on Twitter too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, why don't you get on? Get on, have a crack. He just, you know what? He's a man apart, mate. He doesn't, he doesn't, want, to get, he doesn't <laughs> want to connect to the grid. That's his problem. He likes being a little, you know, sort of outlier. Uh, anyway, let's talk about the footy because uh, we want to get this one done and dusted, I would have thought. Uh, it, I thought it was bad to watch at the time, but go back and watch the replay. It's worse. Worse watching it on TV, watching a replay of this one, than it was for me watching it live at the ground on the day. That's how bad and sloppy and uh, just just perplexing a performance this was. I can't, I can't put my finger on it, to be honest. Got a few theories and we'll... Roll through those, but gee, I was disappointed in this effort. Not effort. I wasn't. It was just the performance. Yeah, no, the effort's yeah, the there. there. The yeah. effort's there. I think when you write down words like scrappy, fumbling, drop marks, lazy handballs, uh, missed kicks, missed handballs, um, poor decision making, that's everything that Bolton said in his presser, I believe. Mm. Yeah, of course he did. And yep. you know, he every, blind Freddie would have seen all of that. I'm not telling anybody new there, right? Mm. Then at quarter time, I looked at a stat at quarter time and it was 17 inside 50s to Carlton. We scored one goal one. Oh, mate. Look at our conversion once we One goal one. <laughs> That's bloody horrible. That, to me, I mean, at the end, we've ended up having, I think, 67 inside 50s and what do we have? Nine goals, 13, 22 shots at goal to 50 entries. And they kick fifteen eleven. Hmm. You know, you you, you got to be winning games of footy when when that happens. Uh, generally, oh, I, course, I've looked mate. at I've looked at the eighteen games, yeah. and I think fifteen games were won by the side that tackled the most and the side that gets inside fifty the most. Fifteen out of eighteen hmm. of the winning sides. That would then tell you that, well, what's that? Probably eighty five percent of the time you're going to win the game, but, well, miles off, miles off. And, and you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll say something here, because I didn't think they were all that good, Gold Coast either. Yeah. You know, 68% efficiency, we were, 69 they were. Mm. I looked at their top five or six players, and our five or six players in terms of possession, I'm not going to go through them, but I can assure you that, yeah, some of our blokes were down to 58, 56, 45, I think someone, uh, efficiency with the ball. Yep. But they were in the 60s. Yeah. They were in the 60s, Gold Coast. But they had one bloke who, again, got hold of us. Oh, <laughs> that was Lynch. Yeah. And, I don't know. Keep calm, boys. Oh, I don't know. It's it's really disappointing that I thought, you know, you said the dark days are over. And they kind of are. But when you see a performance like this that just shows how far we're off... It just rocks you back in your seat a little bit. Well, we couldn't play our way through what they did to us. They, they, they obviously they're pretty well coached. I think they mm, that was noticeable. Yeah. I thought their system oh, much stood better. up much yeah. better than ours. Yeah. And I and look, I think it's a combination of venue as well. I reckon I've, I'll maintain till the day I die that we're a better side. For some reason, we seem to play better football at the MCG than we do. At Eddie Head Stadium, I just whether that's because I don't like the joint, I don't know. But they obviously looked at the way we tried to move the footy the week before against Richmond and did so with a bit of a you know with some effect on occasions in that game. We did not have one chain of ball movement, 
in the Gold Coast game that I can remember that that resembled anything well, like that resembled anything like the six or seven real encouraging passages. Maybe of play. once in the third quarter, and that's really stretching it. Do we once in the third quarter? <laughs> Which possibly. one was it? Oh, I think it ended up with a, a lamb goal. I can't remember. But the, the free I, kick I, he got. Nah, no. I think it, there was one. One passage of play in the third quarter. I think even the commentator said, oh, that was Carlton's best passage for the whole yeah, match. Right. Yeah. But, you know, that's stretching it. Yeah. It really is stretching it. Last year, the corresponding match, we had minus 114 handballs to them in the corresponding mm. match. Minus 114 handballs. This time, uh, we had plus 27 They went in 46 times last year and kicked 17-6. They went in 50 times this year and kicked 15-11. Mm. So it just, it just shows you that it's probably not the amount of times you go in. It's just how efficient you are. How, your structures, exactly what you're talking about, structures and everything like that. We, we just fail in so many, so many uh, areas that it's just incredible. Well, go on. Uh, one thing I noticed in the first half when... Intensity's at its highest. The the compression of the contest is at its highest. When when it's a, a very, you know, you, 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 the emphasis is more on contested footy in that first half when everybody has their energy to run, to compete, to get in there and attack. Right. Whenever we had the ball in our hands, I I I was I was trying to create a term in our in my head for what I kept seeing. It was the Hackford. The Hackford Carlton, oh, the Hackford because we would just hack the ball forward. Mm. We by hand or foot, we would grab it and either handball it somewhere out in front of ourselves or kick it somewhere in front of ourselves. But there was absolutely no science to it whatsoever. So whether that's because we don't have the nous to know what to do in the heat. Uh, from coaching or instinctively we don't know how to handle those situ situations. Uh, we don't have enough leadership or the right players in those situations to make good decisions. I don't know. But the Hackford, the hack forward, is just a constant source of turnover. Um, the biggest, stronger players that Gold Coast had were able to stand up and use the ball better in those situations than we were. So... Mm. I yeah. couldn't believe. I wanted to go back and watch a tape because I couldn't. You know, I was. I called the game, and so you, you're sort of in the moment a bit. And I, I wanted to see whether it was as bad as I thought it was when I got home. So I just had a little file: cough ups, fumbles, and flubs. Ooh. So just, just basic cough ups, fumbles where a bloke receives a handball. It's a good handball, and he just drops, or a kick, and he just drops it. And flubs, just a you know, a drop mark, uh, a poor kick. Unforced errors. Unforced errors. Unforced errors. Just basic. Oh, that's the perfect word for it. It's there were thirty-eight. Error. There were thirty-eight in the first quarter. I put in the first quarter. In the first quarter, thirty-eight, and and I thought that was bad, right? So I've given them thirty-eight, and I probably missed one or two. Then I was watching the replay, and I'd stopped counting by this stage. But the the ten or fifteen minutes after we drew within about eleven or twelve yep. points in, in the, the third, third quarter, quarter yep, yep. and had uh, Lamb kick that goal, we get within a nine. kick and a bit nine yep, points. Yep. From the moment, the moment we got within about 12, 11 or 12, yeah. the next, I don't want anyone to do this because it's too hard to watch. But if you've still got the tape at home and you want to see what I'm talking about, watch the next 10 or 12 minutes. <laughs> it, is, it is just comedic error yeah. after comedic error. It's, we are, we're a dead set laughing stock the way we um, just were the architects of our own demise. It was all self-inflicted. Like they, 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 they did set up well against us, and they brought a bit of pressure. They tackled well, like ninety to sixty-seven. They tackled well, so you got to give them credit for that. And they did, they did set up well behind the ball. But Jesus, the, a lot of the mistakes we made, the drops that just stop a chain of play, you have to go back, pick it up. By the time you pick it up, momentum's gone. They're on you. Then the next possession, which should have been an easy one, is a difficult one. It was just, I'm just watching it, and I watched that quarter, unfortunately, after the Geelong Hawthorne game, which wasn't a good thing to do, because you see two teams play a game like that, and then you watch our game, and you think, Jesus, we are that far. It was just one of those little mm. snapshot moments where you go, it's a real smack in the eyeball as to how far away you are. 
And I know well, it's week to week. Well, like, we well, can come yeah, out next I was week just going to say, it is yeah. week to week. It's week to week. You know that. We know that. But it makes uh, you wonder, like, we, we were first up in round one on the Thursday, you know, big floodlights on the air, everybody's watching, massive crowd, big match, and we had a nine-day break, mm. you know, we had a really long break considering we rolled in a round two, a long time to... Compared to the Gold Coast? To come in, off in the, the game and maybe think about things maybe too long. I don't know. I'd love to know how they prepared for the game and whether, in retrospect, they maybe did something they didn't think they did the well, right way. Well, I don't know. Because this reflected in the whole team, mm. because it was basically everybody, was, did something go wrong in the preparation this week? Was it something down we a picked carton? a shit-ass team. And I know you think that I'm the master of hindsight here. but uh-huh. No, because I said after well, the game, he said, oh, everyone can see that after the game. But well, I did say this before. When we when we heard the news, that cru- we're, again, we're on air. We hear the new Cruz yeah, is out, yeah. Paulson in. Now, I'm a Cam Paulson fan, so I'm not potting him. Yeah. And he's got he's got a long way to go. But oh. I think you'll get somewhere to... But so, it was just... Well, uh, when we saw that team... Yeah, run, when yeah, I saw okay, that team so run out the you, way... So you wanted... You obviously wanted McCoy. Oh, I do, and I'm and I'm more staunch on that now right, okay. than and I was before last week. And, but, I was, and tell me how that I need to know because a lot of people in your in your camp. I need to know why do you think that McCoy in that side uh, was going to rectify everything? No, that no, we've I'm just not saying we, he may not have Baz. Okay, but, he's, so, but okay, who do you want to play if you're going to play someone at full forward against in a game that you should win? Do you want it to, or could win? Do you want it to be Jacob Wiedering at full forward Is at the start of a game, or do you want it to be Harry Nakai? Right now, who do you want to have playing full forward? Then next week, next week. So they're going to pick the team to play Collingwood next week. Do you want Jacob Wiedering to start a full forward, or do you want Harry Nakai to start a full forward? Particularly when Matthew Cruz is not in the side, and you're asking Levi Casbolt with no support to be your ruckman. So, so you take your one reliable aerial presence inside forward 50, mm. out of forward 50, so you take him away, you don't replace him with a forward, you replace him with a kid who doesn't know where he's playing at the moment. His head's fairly spinning, Jacob Wiedering. So you don't replace Levi Casbolt with a forward, you replace him with a defender, and then you say, go on, mate, off you go, and then you butcher the service in. The the mind, the, the thinking behind the, the setup of the team once Cruiser came out, was I was confused by it at the time, and when I saw a starting play, because here's what I know as as a viewer of the game: if you give your midfielders obvious targets to kick at, who know how to play front half football, then it makes it easier for the bloke with the ball in his hand, for the midfielder. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to take that half second longer no, I agree to go. That. Oh I fuck! I can't that. see Charlie. What do I do now? There's no one else. I'll just. I'll just fashion. Oh, I'm caught. I'm fucked. I'm seeing a load of ball turnover. I'm gone. So what I'm saying, if you, you have it, you have a tra- If you have a traditional structure ahead of football, it makes it easier for players further afield to know what they're supposed to do with it when they've got it. Well, that's what I was. That's what I was told. Um... I actually thought that they've gone with a, you know, that, who did they bring in? Cunningham and Paulson yep. and O'Shea. Hmm. So I actually thought that we, were, you know, someone told me a good friend of mine told me that they've got a shit house midfield Gold Coast. Well, they're not deep. No. Yeah. So I thought, oh well, this is the area that we're <laughs> going to try and concentrate on to try and get on top of them in that area, and in terms of possessions, clearance. Clearances, possessions, everything. Everything pointed that our midfield was going just as good as theirs. Well, we, we but but clear. they're absolutely terrible at using the ball. Mullet butchered it. The captain butchered it. Everyone was butchering it. Mm. Everyone. The Mackay thing, as interesting and everything you said there is pretty much, well, I think it's spot on. Unfortunately, Andy, the week before in the reserves, yeah, he was it. absolutely, well, and, and you said he was yeah, disgraceful. Yeah. And disinterested with some of the comments that I got. Yep. Now, how can you reward a guy on that performance, given the fact Bolton has said in the past, we will not gift anybody a game of Fair football? Enough. Fair enough. And, and that's the, probably the counter-argument here. But it doesn't excuse uh, using weedering down forward, 
um, you know, you take your only forward, and he's not a great, he's not Tom Lynch, but you take your only forward out of the forward line to put him on the ball, and he's got no idea. Like he don't know, he, he's got no ruck craft at all, Levi. Like he's whole hard and he has a but, go. But he, but okay, here's the other conundrum: is that Levi had to be the ruckman? Who else is going to go on the ruck? Harry ha- McKay. Harry McKay. How, how often's Harry playing the ruck? He's hey, the form. Sorry, the form. Sorry. Well. Can, are you happy yeah. for me to answer the question? Yeah. The form he displayed the week before in that game at Punt Road mm. was more positive when he was on the ball than it was when he was in attack. Andy, he's played two minutes in the Oh, Baz, he's played two minutes full stop. But, you know, even the guy when he was playing juniors, he, he didn't play in the ruck. He was well, how, how much times has Levi played in the ruck? Well, I'd, I'd venture to say a lot more than oh, McCoy. Yeah, he had to be the one in the ruck. He, his, his game in Tassie was fair... Fair play when yeah, Cruiser went off, but we and we all it, said that Levi showed a bit more in the ruck. He had to be the ruck. Said, no doubt about that. There's no, there's no Loeb. There's no, no, no Phillips. No, no, no Deconing yet. Had, but he had to have some support. Oh, 100 percent. He had no support. 100 percent. Now, just on Levi's ruck work around the ground in the first half, I, I tell everyone to go and have a look at around the ground. I'm sorry, particularly boundary throw-ins. He's given away eight centimeters. This mm. guy, right? And he takes the back position against Wits, oh. and he's given away eight centimetres. This happened time and time and time again. Mm. You don't know what he's Fi- doing, mate. He doesn't know how to play the role. Correct. Fi- yeah, I agree. And finally, at halftime, someone got into his ear, took the front position, three times we cleared it because he just tapped it straight forward, mm. straight down a Carlton bloke's throat, and three times we took it away. And I thought, Allah bloody fucking luya yeah. yeah. that someone actually okay. got in the bloke's okay. ear and said... So this is this is part of the big picture that I want to talk about. What role and what influence are our coaches having pre, during and after games of football? Because I don't see a lot of change to problems and repeat issues that I have seen over a long period of time now. You they're know. virtually trusting what they've gone in with. Do they and, leave too, then, they're leaving too much up to the players, as yeah. far as I'm, uh, as far as I can see, as an observer. Uh, the move Weedering to Lynch in the second half, after he'd almost been knocked out, that should have happened probably T- ten minutes into the second quarter. Correct. Ten Correct. That, it came second, too late. It was it was like the nose on your face. Yeah. Ten oh. minutes into the second, all these and then moves, and then all these Jones, Jones onto the yeah. Jones onto the ball. Yeah. Kaz bolt forward, weedering back. It was screaming out to be done. Ten minutes into the second quarter, it was begging to be done. They did it at three-quarter time. It was begging to be done early. Now, it was just... Look, we, look we're all supportive of this group. And this is... We might come out next week and this becomes a blip. But if we're going to be you know, honest about appraising week in, week out, and not just drinking the Kool-Aid and you know, singing from the same hymn book and all that sort of stuff, then you've got to be brutal about this. And, um, you know, we said last, well, I said last week that if we got knocked over, then, you know, whatever we took out of the Richmond game is gone. It's gone. Whatever we took out of the Richmond game is gone. We turn up on Friday night now against Collingwood terrified. Hmm. Terrified now. Nervous, apprehensive, uh, uncertain, uh, against a side that is going to be absolutely jumping out of its jumper to get a win on the board, mm. and they're okay against the Giants on the weekend. <laughs> I hope like hell that we beat them. Mm. But we are going to be in a very um, defensive mindset as a group, I would have thought, running out onto the MCG on Friday night. I don't know how else we could Look, possibly... Can, can I just up. say something on the fact that right now, you'd, you'd have to agree we're getting obviously tested depth it's getting challenged. Mm, Would I'm you sure. agree that the, yeah. our depth is getting challenged? Yeah, and probably yeah. we're playing players in the first two weeks of the of um, this year that perhaps none of us thought would get a game till later in the season. Yeah, maybe. And, and, and I think they're all in there at once, type of thing. And I think no doubt that's having a factor. No uh, doubt, some sort of an effect. But. Uh, is it, is it too easy an excuse? Absolutely. Oh, well, yeah, well, no, it's a reason. There's no doubt it's a it's reason. A reason. Yeah. One thing we should never lose sight of is the fact that, and this is what I'm trying to impress upon a couple of other blokes who have spent a lot of time talking to Carl. You can't take Doherty and Gibbs out of this group and expect them necessarily immediately to be better. You can't, you can't expect a group to be better. So we... Understand, I think we three understand where the group is at by and large. Mm. Um, I'm not 
I'm not jumping off. I'm not jumping off. I'm just saying that I thought on the weekend they made some big blues in terms of personnel. Fair enough. For, in terms of picking the team. Yeah, fair enough. And and it, I think it affected the way they played. And then once they got out there, I thought the way they played was abysmal. No. Abysmal. To me, to me, the main inf- the main crux, the main focal point of what took place on Saturday, besides all the fumbling and stumbling, which to a degree I can understand for whatever reason. But what I do, don't understand and what I can't cop is the fact, and this is where the historical patterns emerge, that nothing is learned from and we just keep going back to the well and doing the same thing over and over again. Lynch did exactly what he did last year as he did this year. Sure did. Same as what Hawkins has done to us for umpteen times. Same as what Buddy has done umpteen times. I go back again to the coaches. Are you leaving too much up to the players to make up whatever the hell they're going to do out on the field? Or are you telling them how to play their roles and they have clear and concise instructions going out into the ground? Because... On a numerous occasions Saturday, Plowman and Jones got completely mixed up in their spatial awareness, their switching and changing of zonal defence, which I think is an absolute waste of time given you have one guy pre-game that you know is the man you have to beat. Given history, he did it to us last time. Okay, let's nail this dude this time. Let's make sure he doesn't get a kick. And we're going to allo- gonna assign Jones the task of not giving him any uh, space, not giving him any, any um, separation whatsoever in the contest as the ball is coming down the ground. What happens? <laughs> he gets caught in between was amazing. Nana Goon no, and Kilkunda. I, I, I don't understand how that happens. You just give him Take a, over a, Nana Goon, by the way. assign him the role of standing no far further Agreed. away than two oh, meters for the some, entire make some, game. Make someone else beat us. Make someone else. And beat Jonesy, absolutely. Jonesy, go back to what made you a good player. See ball, get ball. Back yourself to win the ball yeah. as the ball is hitting can, the guy that you're assigning. Can I say one thing about that? I agree with everything. I'm you not said. talking about chasing it out no, in no, front of you no, four no. meters and and oh. seeing it bounce oh. over your head or sideways. I agree. Don't with do that. I agree. Don't overcommit. That, that he's taken the see ball, get ball thing, and he's and he's, he's, and he's taken that to. He's gone too far yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. He's gone too far. He with thinks it. he has to play he's the gone, entire he's defensive field instead of his man. When I saw O'Shea get named, and I know we've got Plowman in the side, I thought, okay, they've got a plan for Lynch here. O'Shea, he cuts it off in the reserves. He cuts off everything. Plowman, I thought, peel off your man. You, you know, like Gecko said, everything he said is absolutely 100%, 100% right. 100% spot on. The only thing I will say on top of that is that in the past, I, I'd hate to rehash the Favola days, but when we had Favola... We went through Favola 75% of the time. And he had to beat two, he had to beat three. This guy here, at times, had to beat no one but air. It was comical. Mate, it was so easy. His first six were a piece of piss. It was a joke. And he he was giggling. He was putting on a strut. So I can't understand why blokes like Plowman, uh, O'Shea, I don't know how they used him, but, you know, surely... Jones needed a hand, and I don't feel that he got that, but he didn't help himself either, Jones, by the ridiculous things that he was doing and paying the bloke no respect whatsoever. Did did you see once in the game Tom Lynch beat Liam Jones in a pure one-on-one? I don't think so. Not I don't. Th- I don't think so. Didn't happen. No, I don't think That's so. because it think, didn't happen. No, no. Didn't happen. Oh, yeah, we... We gunned him down a bit last year, uh, Lynch, when he kicked his seven, and realised that Rowe was on him, and yeah. I think Rowe only copped three on him, and he got a couple of you know lucky bounces and and uh, and a couple of free kicks. But at the end of the day, he is a smart player, and you give him space, and he will oh, kill you. Course, mate. That's, as, what as, good, that's, that's a good forwards. That's want, that's what know? it's all about. Absolutely. But um, you know what? What about the captain? Our captain. Well, 
was too bad to be true. Like I couldn't, I just couldn't pull it. His first, of his first, tw- I, don't know, I should have done this, but I think in his first dozen possessions, I'm tipping nine of them were just a complete cough up, turnover, panic. It was just, I could not believe what I seen from him on the weekend. Couldn't it's, believe it. It was, um, I don't even look at the possessions he got. I just looked at what he went at oh, and the clangers and everything. Oh, oh my no, God, no, it was no, terrible. No. I will just state that when um, there was, uh, we tu- they turned the, uh, Gold Coast turned the ball over at about centre-half forward. And I think there was three Carlton players at the fall of the ball. And Murph, head down, which he's doing a lot of, oh, no, trying, to, trying to get those free yeah, kicks. Yeah, head, head over the top. Head over the top. And he has actually run over the ball. Yep. And one of the Gold Coast players did come in, probably a little bit of contact, almost could have got the free kick. Well, you know, the commentators, oh, that should have been a free kick. Right, right, right. They panned to Bolton in the box. And Bolton goes, all I saw was his last few words was, what's he fucking doing? And they thought he was saying it should have been a free kick. You know what I reckon? I reckon he was saying, what is he doing? What is our captain doing? Yep. Mm. Like the ball's on the ground, pick the damn thing up. Mm. Mm. And there was two players beside him, handball, another shot. But this happened quite a bit. He was a massive, massive culprit in all of this cancer that went through the side. Oh, it's because he had so much of the fault. And I'm, I'm, oh, you know, people are going to say, oh, yeah. you, well, you can't blame him. Well, he was a part of, the, a part of what was happening immediately started from him. It was just abysmal. <clears throat> atrocious. <laughs> atrocious. Now, I wrote the word atrocious. This is how I spelt <laughs> it. it correctly? No. Right. A-T-R-O-S-H-E-S. No, well, I only spell as I... No, no. As phonetic, I, yeah. Phonetically. Yes, correct. Yeah, thank you. There are a number, atrocious. Of, there are a number no, of players... Look it up in the... Number, there, are a number of, there are a number of big-name players, right? Players that have... We've seen often enough now to hold them in a light that we should see them as future leaders, future examples of how we want our team our team to play. And these are the words that I want to start questioning now about certain person what is what is our brand? I want to know what Carlton is going to represent going forward. I want to hear words like uncompromising, impactful, confident, assertive, never take a backward step. All right, these these are the words, and they're out the window right now. There, there's a few of them who probably don't, they're not in the, the category of the senior players or the more seasoned players that should be showing those qualities. It's the younger guys that are showing some of those qualities. It's about three players, I reckon, who can... Hang their hat on those, on those key words of yours. I reckon All right now, three words, three players. So I, I'm, I'm looking. Maybe four. I, I gave, I gave those descriptive words. I was looking at defenders to to begin with because guys like Weeder, Weeders, and and Plowman, and even Jones to a degree. Although I know he tries, he, I, 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 Jones probably doesn't deserve to be thrown in into this. But as as a defender. And as a, a larger-bodied defender, if you're not impactful in contests and you're not showing a brand of yourself that others watching are going to say, he's, he's the real deal about the way he goes about mm. his footy, if you're questioning or maybe considering you might or might not have some of those traits, then you're in, you're in deep waters in this competition because... As a key defender, week after week, coming up against quality opposition and being, you you have to actually throw yourself into situations every week where you have to bang and crash, and impact and smash a ball and maybe smash an opponent occasionally. I never see that at the <clears> moment. I'm not seeing that tough physicality that you need. Yep. I, I was going to say, this year in the two games that uh, we've played, I think because it looks like the emphasis is uncontested possessions. They've overemphasized. Oh, absolutely. Plus 46 last week, plus 38, I think it was. So have they therefore 
forgotten about pressure, tackling, and the big one last year, which everyone saw, team defence. It wasn't just the back six. The back six were fantastic. The back, back nine last year were fantastic. But it was more than that. It was, you know, Murphy was getting back and helping. Haven't seen a lot of that no. in the first two games. He's been a bit of a Mr. Bludger, if I may say so. Uh, and there's a couple others that haven't been getting back to fill up holes quick enough. Now, we could be turning the ball over in areas that allows the opposition to get down there too quickly, and we can't get back there quickly enough. That's a possibility. And maybe giving them a little bit of an out. But I think our uncontested footy right now, as you say, Gex, is compromising a few areas that we were really, really good in last year. Now, I did hear Bolton say that, you know, teaching this group to play the way we want, sometimes they take it too far. So perhaps we've taken it too far two weeks in a row, but it doesn't it doesn't excuse all the errors that we know that we're not going to bang on about that anymore. That was I hope that's an aberration. I really hope it is because if you if you continue to do that, well then by golly you, you'll dig a massive hole for yourself. Well, I agree with everything there, and to that end, the sixty-seven tackles. Ed Kerno had ten. Fisher had eight. Hmm. Cam Polson had six. Yes. Patrick Cripps had six. Exactly. Well, there's so 30. 30 of them. 30, 30 out of 67 them. from how many? Of 22 players. No, no, no. So, for four. Yeah. Gecko brought up... So, 19 players yeah. between them had 37 tackles. Yeah, and I... we've been knocked over by 23 in the match. It's an absolute It's an absolute indictment on every one of those um, come-in-and-play-your-role players and senior players that, outside of Ed Kerno... Um, 20 of the tackles were laid by a kid playing his second game, Polson. Fisher in his second season weighs 69 kilos. And Paddy Cripps, who does it week in, week mm, out, mm. and was tagged, like uh, the traditional old tag on the weekend. The kid yeah. went with him everywhere. Nick Coleman, yeah. well done. Good to see you back yeah, well done. in the system. We're happy to see you back in there. You wore the number 20 with us and you played with your, with every ounce of fibre you had and you were chucked out because people thought you weren't worth it because you couldn't play well. You're sticking it up on the yeah, weekend, and good yeah, on you. Certainly did. Good on yeah. you. But but what a disgrace! But, what a disgrace! The other nineteen. What a, an absolute but, indictment on the other nineteen players. But last week, Gecko pointed out that we had nine players who had one tackle or less. Last week well, as well. The penny didn't drop, mate. So that's right. The penny didn't. That's drop. That's exactly right. And it took up to about round four, I think, last year to actually uh, lay heavy pressure and tackling. Um, See the first goal again? Well, they walk, they walk through. Walk through Kieran Byrne. I know. Mate, mm. you just, just yeah. walk through Kieran Byrne. You talk about you know, the first quarter when you're in and you're yeah, ready yeah, exactly. and you've got every bounce They've of energy. You, you don't let that jumper go, mate. If he's good enough to drag you 20 metres and still kill, well, you're hanging on to him. Mm. You don't let him run through that tackle. How many, you um, just don't let him run through How many it. games has um, Mullet played for North? Yeah, a lot. 80-odd. He came to our club. Um, people told me he's a great kick. Mm. I think he went at about 56 too. He didn't have a good weekend. Mm. Got plenty months. of it. Got plenty of it. Yeah. 28 touches. But... He's go, mate, he's... Aaron, if you're listening, you've got to play with a bit more... You've got to have play the thing that you're talking about, mm. these, these words that you mentioned in your brand statement. He's only slight. I understand that. But when it's your turn to defend and stand in the way and play, put your body where it's got to go, I'm not saying he jumped out of the way on the weekend, but he doesn't... He doesn't Force the issue. He's not a. His pressure numbers were terrible mm. on the weekend. Were they? Yeah. He likes getting. He likes getting the flippy out the back yeah. and in a bit of space and yeah. look how nice my left foot looks. But mm. when you're going at fifty seven percent, you mate, you're worth nothing to anybody at that. Well, you're well, not actually, defending and you're not putting pressure on, yeah. and you're getting it eighteen times and you're only hitting the target one out of every two, mm. mate. You're good for nothing. That's true. You're good for nothing. I thought he and Simpson were gonna push up a bit. When I saw O'Shea come into the... Mm-hmm. Got O'Shea, Byrne, Plowman, Marchbank. I thought we were in whatever. I thought those two would come up onto the... Mm. Uh, Me too. But I saw Simo played very deep. Hey, what about Very unusual for him quarter? to play so deep. 
The second quarter, you knew it was all over in the second quarter. They come in, top of the square, instead of rushing one through, he stops and they get out the back and it was all about him launching. You know, I'm not going to concede a point. He does it, we go down. I think we kicked a goal as a result of it. Excuse me, out of sight of the ground. Seven minutes later, he gets a mark on the free kick in the back pocket and plays on when oh. there was no one open on the other side yeah, of the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forcing and he goes... Short to we march. We do back. that a lot, don't oh, we? Oh, mate, it was just again. That tells me there's no there's no science about the way we're told how to play. They're leaving it to be too organic. Uh, I agree. Mur- it was just it was Murphy stupid. was uh, quoted as saying that um, we may have got ahead of ourselves. Well, sorry, when uh, that because... that was a quote from the captain that. He thinks that we may have when? got ahead after of ourselves what? after after the game after our JLT form. What? What? Where, I don't how do know. we get ahead of ourselves? I don't know. What gave us Pl- the right to get ahead of ourselves? Please discuss. Did he really say that? Apparently, yes. What? Because we kicked fifteen goals against Richmond. I don't know that we got ahead of ourselves. Ahead what did you do? You look at the dollar forty five on offer and think, oh, this is going to be a walk in the AFLX. Mm. We've got a few. We got ahead of ourselves. We got ahead of ourselves. Uncompromising was one of your words, wasn't it? Well, it has to. Well, if you're going to get ahead of yourself after a thirty, what do you get? 20, we won thirty six games out of out of one hundred and forty seven or something rather. Yeah. As an interesting comparison, Gold Coast probably had a reputation for being that uncontested sort of team. No so, doubt, no doubt, no, no, they, so, no doubt, and that's how they got us so, last time. So they get a new coach, right? And so what happens preseason? They went one way, and we went a different way. So at three-quarter time, I looked at the AFL stats at three-quarter time, and they said, they said this, the Gold Coast in the defensive, their defensive area, which is our forward line, yep. these were the stats. Gold Coast led 18-5 in tackles. 18-5 in tackles in our forward line. Uh, the intercept possessions were 29-12. So that's, that's basically a ball in dispute. They won them all, 29 to 12. First possessions, they won 9 to 2. So in a contested situation, they won 9 to 2. And clearances, they won 10 to 2. When was all this? In our, this was up, up, to up till late in the third, third quarter. quarter. Well, I noticed that a lot of our inside 50s were going just inside 50. A lot of their inside 50s, although they had uh, 20 less, were going deep into their 50, really deep. Now, that might come back to what you're saying, Andy, about not having the extra tall. They know they've got the tools. They put it in deep. When we're thr- we're banging it in there and it's just going into the 50, I mean, it's a great stat. But, geez, if you go into the 40 and it's rebounding, everyone's on one side of the ground if you're coming from the oh, wing. Yeah. And no, that's another point. We played the wings... Boundary line that much in this game was incredible. They took it away. They took the corridor they away from us again. Though. Yeah, again, and Richmond did the same last yep. week. Yep. So, not early. The Richmond was good enough to do it about halfway through the second quarter. Correct. Maybe halfway through the first. Actually. Now, when you're coughing it up, if they're rebounding from those positions, you've got the corridor and the fat side completely vacant. It's just too easy to to run the length of the ground and and, and do us in. Now, I don't know if they kick many goals like that. But, geez, you're putting yourself in a very, very uh, uh, tough position if you do lose possession right there. Mm. I mean, if it's deep, it's a lot different. You can cause a um, uh, stoppage, stoppage, get out of bounds, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's all basic stuff. Uh, We're very... You know. our, our forward 50 was a schmozzle. Like we're, we're yeah. all over the joint defensively. Like, we're at sixes and sevens throughout the, throughout the whole match. But our, going forward, I mean, our, our UC gym was horrible. To be honest but, with you, Andy, I would have almost pushed everybody up that's right, what they and should, leave right, oh, right oh, in the mate. goal square. Well, that's, why don't they try this? Just push everybody up and leave right. Why right is no, smart. Charlie. Charlie. Oh, okay. Charlie, there was... Well, there he was, was a, the man that was, like, he was on the end of everything. There was he was a, having a crack. Oh, mate. There was a moment in the game, uh, and it was the high, wide shot. You can see, you can see it at the ground, but... We we don't challenge opposition teams at all to, in terms of stretching the field. We're under pressure. The scoreboard's against us. It's deep in their attack. So what we do is we compress mm. into a quarter of the ground. We, we're happy to let them dictate that. So even if we get the footy from the boundary throw into the ball up, 
Well, there's no, it's, it's not coming out. Yeah. It's not coming out. So rather than have Charlie and say Matty Wright or Jed Lamb, oh. we're inside forward 50. Take a couple out. Take, they're not going to leave Charlie Kerno on his own. Mm. They take, drag a couple of, they're, they're sitting back going, how easy is this? Mm. Absolutely. Have, stop everything now. Yeah. Have a look where everybody's positioned on this ground. Even if they win it at the stoppage, they're not coming yeah, out of here. It's just going to chew up coming the straight clock. Back in, come in, it's coming straight back in. Yep. It, it's going nowhere. So we got to look, there's a bit of addressing to do in terms of that. What, Jacob Wiedering's clearly a big conversation amongst uh, mm. football p- pundits, but particularly and most importantly, as far as I'm concerned, amongst Carlton people. Is that a crossroad, the kid? Well, this is why I said, this is why I said that the whole question about the adjectives I used about who, how you want to be perceived, what, how you want to be represented, what you want everybody who watches you play football to say, he is this type of player. Jacob is the number one guy who needs to ask these questions about himself. What is my brand? How do I want to be seen as a footballer? What do I want people to say as a description of how I play the game? Because at the moment, um, I don't know. Do you want to be an uncontested footballer at your height and size and weight? And it's not realistic, mate. You you have to actually be an uncompromising contested player when it's your time to go. And you were showing that towards the end of last year, and somehow you've gone back into your shell. And you've got to find something, mate. Because at the moment. You're letting everyone down. So we're looking at you, and we think you can come back, but I don't know what it takes you to do You can't cut him a little bit of slack because he was thrown into that oh, I'm, forward I'm, role. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I, think, I, think he's, I think he's been used here, there, and everywhere at yep. the moment. So I think in 44 games of an AFL career that he's into, I think his head's probably spinning. I think he probably doesn't know if you. And I'm not. Isn't he an intelligent guy? No, he is. I yeah, get no, the no. impression he's intelligent. No, he is. No, he is. Ke- he Kexos, is. I, and, and I know. I don't think you're quite talking about what I'm going to say here. And correct me if I'm wrong. But on the weekend, when he was playing up forward, he contested three balls in the goal square that he had twice, two against one, and once three against one, and then continued to kick to him three times. Mm. I counted. I don't think you. Talking about that, are you? Like, I mean, in terms of he, in terms of what he brought to the game in the first half, and then he went down back. You just feel looking at him that something's not right about him. Well, There's something look, not right. But his jail team form look at the was stats. Good. You look at the stats, Poor. and that that does not work with a guy that I know no. with the skill set that he possesses. It seems to be a mental thing for me. You know, there's a yeah. problem. You know what happens though. And this, I noticed this last week, and I didn't mention it. Their first goal last week was a Revol kick. Their first, I reckon. Yeah, right? yeah. The tin ass. Yeah, it was. Did you see what they did? Revolt went straight to Weedering. Yeah, absolutely. Got in his oh, face. Oh yeah, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Weedering. Yeah. Weedering never raises his feet. Never gets his hands up. He never pushes back. They did it again. I reckon they went at him a bit on the weekend, and I reckon the competition starts to work out. And it's yeah, uncompromising okay. this competition. Mm, that's where I'm they, from, they, it's uncompromising. Absolutely. So they, well, they he, now, he needs to toughen up. Well, well, I'm not saying whack a bloke. We're, we're no. not saying that. We're not saying no, that. No, he needs to toughen but, up. But he needs to know now. Get the boxing gloves on. He mate. needs to know now that, mate, the comp- this is what they're saying about you. And whether we know that for a fact or not, it's have a look at what they're doing to you. They're pushing you around, they're knocking you over, they're getting in your face after you make a blue. They reckon this of you. This is what they think of you, right? Number one draft pick, big boy, yeah, private school boy, Mount Martha, comfortable upbringing. Parents have probably got plenty. They know what you are, mate. They've worked you out. You're not hungry. You're not hungry and you're not intense. And they're going to come at you every week until such time that you prove otherwise. Absolutely. And... And that's where he's at right now. And, you know, he's going to have a long AFL career, this kid. And I've got a lot of time for him. But, and there's going to be more crossroads on the way, more challenges. But he's just, this is his first big one, I reckon. This is, and he's mm. going to go, 
he's got he's got a decision to make, and the, and they've got to help him through this. Don't drop him for Christ's sake. Keep him in the team, mm. but they've got to go right. Where can he play? Where does he play his best footy? What is he best at? And they've got to go right. We're going to settle you in. They're going to go. They've got to say, Jack Silvani, this is what you're good at. We need you to give it to us, Harry. We brought you to the club. You're ready, mate. We're ready. Your forms, but you're ready. You've been here for 175 hours now. You've done the 10,000 touches. You're in, mate. Give it to us. Mm. This is what we drafted you for. Jacob, this is what we got you in the team for, mate. They've got to settle him down, give him a role, let him work at something for a little while, um, but it's on him. It's on him now. And, and because they work out in this caper, and I reckon they've started just sticking their finger in his chest a bit. And it's time for him to start pushing you know, I'd like back. to see him go in a straight line too because generally speaking, you know, he always turns one side or the other. I'd love to see him go, you know, ball and dispute, chung, straight well, through. We all know what he can do. I'd like to see ball and dispute, one-on-one, and if one, has, come one, okay, one right, come the yeah, other way, yeah. and I want to see what you're made of. So are we being unfair? We're not being unfair on him? No. no. We're not being unfair on him? Um. People tell us if we are. You can't have passengers. Uh, not uh, we've had too many passengers in the last few weeks. Not unfair, but I'd like to see the next two or three weeks what bring what it brings. I'd like to, with him particularly. But and and you know, in the podcast it didn't go to air two weeks ago. <laughs> I gave him a massive rap, mate. I actually thought that he was probably one of the linchpins down back. To be honest with you, so and and I did say that. I, I honestly believe enough in him that he's got it and just. At the moment, not showing it. Uh, Paddy Dow, is he ready for a spell? or second up. But, I mean, no, but Andy, I mean, like, you yeah, said, maybe. Andy, yeah, maybe. Andy, you said last week that this the game on the weekend was, uh, you know, we've just got to bring it. We had to win that game mm. and all the rest of it. When you've got an, um, Paddy Dow and Polson and one or two others who and not really getting enough of it and are not impacting, then do you turn to, I'm not going to say the tried and true, but I know that um, we'll talk about a couple of blokes later on, the, the Kerridges and the Grahams. Grahams had two really good weeks. Um, so are, are we now saying, well, Grahams 18 or 20 in the seniors might be better than Paddy Dow's six? What did you say about Nick Graham at the end of last year? At the end of last year, what did you say about Nick Graham? I didn't think he'd be at the club. Is that what I said? So, what do you want to do? I've just thrown up a couple of players. So pick him. Uh, well, you got to play blokes in form. So, we're picking Nick Graham now, are we? Is that what we're doing? You're putting him in this week? You two blokes? It's not that simple. You've got to look at... I'm, I'm not potting Nick Graham. I'm asking but a question. You're putting him you, in this you, week. You play players on, in form. Paulson had eight touches the week before yeah. in the twos. Yep. And he got a game. Mm. So um, I know where Nick's deficiencies are, but at the moment, he's, his body size, and he's been around the system for yeah, probably five, five years, or six, six years, years. Yep, yep. and Kerridge as well. Yep. I'm not dismissing him as well. Um, surely they're worth a shot at the stumps. At this, oh. well, I'm not sure why we have to play, why we have to play youngsters First up, why do we have to? I mean, what's there to be gained by it? I mean, well, they probably think they're going better than the alternatives. I would th- hopefully that's what that's why they didn't play Harry Mackay on the weekend because they reckon he's not going well enough. Mm. Why they drop Jack? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, I got a bit of mail that they were gonna. He was being spoken to, but um, I was a little bit shocked that he got dropped. Oh. Coming off a of game where he's a negator against Rance, and you clearly said Rance wasn't in their top five. And the, the last time we played Gold Coast, Jack Sylvani kicked three. And um... so, so apart from okay, then okay, I'll go back to what we started with, mm. and you said Mackay. I say okay, instead of Paulson, Jack, and that would have given you the oh, extra target. Oh, that's oh, I'm, all right. I would, I would know, been, I at least he was in better I been, form. I would have been much happier with that. Okay, well, that, that was a. It still only goes halfway towards yeah, solving the problem enough. that I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, fair enough. But, but I, I would mean, have been happier. And again, I'm not... I thought he was stiff. Well, so do I. Mm. So do I. 
Mm. Hey, they've got some issues here. They've got some problems. I mean, Burn probably doesn't come up with a quad. No. Kennedy and Cruz have come back this week, what I'm, t- you'd, so I'm you'd, told. You would hope. They're both back this week. So, you know, there's two good ins, mm. you would think. Um, so they've got Burn Lam- or go- oh, Lamb's paddling. Well, 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 he's paddling, mate. Look, Jed Lamb. He's, Jed Lamb's. He's paddling. Jed Lamb. How many of these blokes can you have? Darcy Lang might be a chance first up this week. Oh, he hasn't played a game. He's been on the track for a good three. Well, he'd, he'd, come, in for, he'd come in for Lamb in a heartbeat. Form, he's got if, form with first up. You've got to play him. He's got to play a game. He's got oh, the twos. first up. I yeah. would think he's got to play a game. He played in the final after an eight-week spell. I'm just saying. He played well. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm saying, saying he yeah, might but, be a chance. Yeah, no, he might be. I'm, they'll be keen to get him in because he's probably better than... Well, yeah, he's a senior body and he's been around and he's... he's I'd rather, hand on heart, no disrespect to Nick Graham and Sam Kerridge, but if Darcy Lang's ready to go, well, I'd rather see Darcy Lang come well, in. Andy. With, all I'm saying is these, I know what you're these guys are on the list. Yeah, no. So at some stage, they're, no, they're gonna, you, yeah, no, no, you no. know, someone's got. Well, we all said that Kerridge had 11 games last year, played the last 11, was averaging 24, five tackles, five marks a game, mm. and he stood up. Now, Kennedy wasn't in, and I'm not saying he's a Kennedy type, but, you know, uh, he actually didn't play a game at all on the weekend, Kerridge. He got, he's, he's clearly... Because he missed the... He, he, he was the one that got carried over. Oh, they took him. Yeah, that's right. They pulled him you know out. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they actually yeah. rested McCready, too. He's clearly lost the coach in some capacity. Well, cause he's, you he's sort of don't really know what happens over the, the summer, do you? Because... You get this view that they've... I reckon they're in this mode now where they're... they're my gut feel is this. They're looking, okay, who are going to be our long-term players, right? Oh, no no doubt that's what so, the story is. So let's is. get games into L. But that doesn't explain Cam O'Shea. Mm. It doesn't explain Aaron Mullet. Mm. Um, it doesn't explain, I mean, they're prepared to give O'Shea and Mullet games who have been at the club for one minute, but they're not prepared to give Graham and Kerridge games who have been at the club for five years. Mm. So that, that part of the equation doesn't stack up. Mm. You know, if they're going to err, uh, with the blokes who have given service to the footy club, if if that, that's the argument we're going to have, I'm I'm on the same page as you. Um, but I, but I'm I'm happy for him to get games into the people that they picked Probably. to be part of the thing yeah. going forward. That's not to say Paddy Dow's no. going to play 22 games. No, no. he's good. He's not. He can't. No. He can't possibly. No. Hmm. Is there any positives that come out of this game? <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one positive. Not many. Not uh, many. I wasn't at the game. There weren't many. That would be a big possibility. No, I reckon Fish took another step. Oh, he's a ripper. Fish, Fish had a reasonably good uh, game, I reckon. Absolutely. <laughs> he is one of the positives. Yeah. He come out of the game. Yeah. I mean, he's, a he's showing I'll give you one. really good qualities. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. 38 disposals, 472 metres gained, mm. 14 contested possessions, mm. 5 intercepts, 10 tackles, 54 pressure acts. 54 pressure points, yeah. nine score involvements. Mm. And people want to pot him for his disposal. Well, he, no, went, he, went, he at went at 76%. Yeah, no, 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 he went better than our average in the team. He, no. was, he actually lifted our no, average was, by 76. No, so. was, no, he no, was, he was, he was fantastic. He was good. He was really good. Uh, yeah, I actually thought, uh, apart from a couple of mistakes, I thought Cunningham was going okay. Yeah. But, Leave uh, him in the team. Yeah, yeah. But Leave him so. in the team. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. They've got yeah. to play this Especially kid. this week. I think he might... He's got something. He's yeah, got yeah. something. Once he, he can break space. a line, he, he can kick it properly. He just needs to know where to kick he it. He might get a bit of bit more space to do things this week. MCG. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, Petreski Seaton looks. He, he, you know. He's, yeah. I reckon there's another consideration. There, there is a second. That was up. a positive. There is a way. second. I agree. A bit like racehorses. I think there's a bit of a second up issue. Absolutely. Not in the entire team, but individuals For sure. might not. For sure completely get up to speed on their second week after a big match. Mm. So take that in with a grain, especially the guys who came in a little bit underdone, guys like SBS. I thought he was better on the weekend than the yeah. first week. Well, yeah, he, he, he wasn't he was better. Again, he also coughed it up but, like everybody else did. But he's he's still got so much more. We Absolutely. Know, we know what he's got under his belt. It's, and I reckon it's not still far coming. off. It's not far we off. We need to go through him more often. We oh, need to give him more absolutely. of the footy. We need to give him more of the footy. In the front half. Yeah. Of give him more of the footy. Garlet's leap, mark of the year. Oh. Son, get going. 
That's the sun. It would have been the market. He would have well, won a house had he not, had not been for the said, roof. But it was a sensational. It was unbelievable. Um, I didn't see the twos because I was at the game. I didn't get to Craigie Burn. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. see Harry kicked a couple. Um, so I haven't spoken to anyone, which is a pro. I should have done that before I came on the show. So I apologise for that. Uh, uh, Harry's first half was very good. Okay. Well, he comes in. Yeah. He's, um, in he's in this week. Pussa. He's in this week. Pussa. Bring him in, mate. Okay. Graham was... You don't think so? I'm bringing him in. I've got no idea. Okay. I haven't thought about it, but it's a big possibility. Bring him in this it's week. It's a big possibility. Bring him in. And, and you know what? Playing for eight weeks. Leave him in. How, it depends with Cruiser and Levi. and Leave him in. All right. Okay. For eight <laughs> weeks. The team balance. Look, if you're, a, if you're a big man with limited well, skill set... It puts a lot of pressure on you in this Look, at this level. That's all I'm going to say. There the Adelaide, aren't many that make it work. The Adelaide model. Hey, Brisbane the Adelaide keep model. playing Eric Hipwood, mate. And they're going to they're going to not key position. He's their only he's, key he's position got, he's forward. He's got a few tricks. He's their only key position he's got forward. A few tricks. He can well, play a bit. Hey, Harry's got some tricks. Don't worry about that. Right. Okay. Harry's well, got I, tricks. I want him humming. I want him Rolls Royce. Graham was probably best on. He had 27, good 10 on clearances. Good on him. He's a ripper, mate. Uh, He's a beauty. Jack Silvani kicked three goals. Oh, that's right. And spent a quarter in the midfield. Get him in. Uh, Rowe got through the game well. Um, he played his first game back. He did. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Did. Good uh, on Phillips him. had limited game time again. Uh, your man, Formula One. Oh, going well. Right? Going well. Had his highest disposal Keep count. Keep an eye on him. I think got into him. the 20s. Angus Shoemaker. Yeah, Formula Keep One. Keep an eye on him. Uh, Lowy didn't come up, and Kerridge and, like I said, McCready were both held over. So um, they, they they lost to Port. Port's a good side. So I, don't, I didn't hear anything about Lockie O'Brien. Well, apparently, he went all right. Apparently, did he? Okay, so he, I think he went right. Just just got to bear in mind that there's a lot to think about, and um, just let you know a little bit of a, a tweet that uh, Joffa sent out. I saw that. Mm. Said. Um, We've got the filth coming up this I week. Said, the f- I like, called us the filth. The he filth. said beat the filth or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Beat the no, filth. we've got the filth this week. The filth. Us, the filth. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't mind if you call us cheats. I don't mind if you call us arrogant pricks. But filth? <laughs> hey, Joffa, <laughs> I've got a feeling you're looking in the mirror, son. Yeah, there's a lot of mirror going on there. <laughs> I wouldn't be spending too much time looking in the mirror if I was Joffa. Just no, quiet. no. I um, think he'd have a lot of crap mirrors uh, in his house. Anything else or get stuck uh, in the votes? That's about it for me. Right. I mean, you know, it's a game we probably want to forget. It was the it was the captain's hundredth game as captain. He goes into the book with Nichols, Kernahan, Judd, and I think Bradley. So geez, he's in like some pretty good company, mm. but I don't think you'd want to remember this particular game. No, no, he's got some he's got some issues he no, needs to he's face. He's got a big a nice big uh state uh stage to to show us his wares this week. Happy to report that Lugie Ryan is back on board too. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And we're up to two slabs for him. No, we'll look after him this year. <laughs> Votes, Gecko. Uh, no. This is in the Carlton Show Best and Fairest Award mm. for 2018. And if we've sounded a bit flat, you can probably appreciate What Carlton why. supporter wouldn't be feeling flat this week, Bagsy? Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm not going to mention his name because I... I his brother's a good bloke. I don't know this guy all that well, but he, he labelled me a little bit negative the first week, and then he tweeted, I've just about given this, this club away, second week. Really? Now, it's a long young way, man, long please, don't label me negative and then say you have just about you want to give this club away after week two. Please, get a hold of yourself, get gonna, a grip. What are you going to do for the next three months, you clown? Yeah. <laughs> Get a grip. It'll, it'll be all right. Things will work out all right. I reckon Luke's going to have a very busy week, by the way. Uh, no. <laughs> the spreadsheet Not won't from me. Go on, Gex. All right. Uh, no four voters for obvious reasons. Um, look, I haven't watched the replay, but just uh, top of my head, I've done this. Three votes to Ed and Fish, I reckon, for impact. Uh, Ed obviously played head and shoulders above the rest of the field for us. Two votes... I've thrown into Simo, Mullet, SBS, Cripps, Cunners, Charlie, Marchi, and Wright. Mm. I don't know if two votes is a bit too uh, forgiving, but one to Murph and Plowman, but that's pretty much it. 
I went uh, same three. I went uh, three votes to Ed Kerno, three to Zach Fisher, two to Charlie. I thought yep. he was reasonable. Yep. I gave two to Simo, and then all the rest of ones, just Marchbank, Cripps, Cunningham, SBS. That's it. You're friendlier than me, you two blokes. Uh, three votes to Ed Kerno, two votes to Cripps and Fisher, one vote to Simo, C. Kerno, and Petreski seat. And then that was it. Yeah, that's fair Six enough. Six votes. Six players in the votes. Yeah, no, fair enough. I found it, it was a lamentable performance and uh, one that uh, we hope we don't see too many more of its ilk mm. this year. Uh, righto. I'll be on a plane. To Augusta. I will be. I'll be in the air on Friday night when... The ball is bounced at the MCG. What do they do down south in Carolina there? Uh, it's Georgia. Georgia? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, they, yeah, no, they've got some issues down there. They've got <laughs> what, some issues. I'm not their, sure Sam O'Patrisky's seat would be all You've that been welcome there before, down there. You, hey? What are their idiosyncrasies down there? Oh, they like, uh, they like their cooking. They like their shooting. Oh, is that uh, where you are? Oh, uh, down south, mate. Them? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're joking. Oh, no, no. You serious? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, in the heartland, mate. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It's oh, shit. Two and a half hour drive from uh, from Atlanta where you're flying to Augusta. Mm, and yes. I did the drive eight years ago. And I reckon you drive and there's a right-hand turn somewhere that says, uh, you know, 150 miles somewhere, 250 miles somewhere, 350 miles to Montgomery which is where it all happened in the 60s. Yeah. So, yeah, no, no, you're in the Yeesh. no, you're in the deep dark south Ooh, down there, my friend. Geez. Who um, are you tipping? Well, I hope Jason Day wins it. Uh, if not him, for the theatre of what I'm being sent over there to do, Tiger. I hope Tiger wins it. Tiger. Um, but I think if you had to pick one, I'd pick Justin Thomas, I think. Okay. Justin Thomas? Yeah. yeah. When will you be back? When will you be back? Uh, Yeah, Wednesday morning. So what are we going to do? Is everyone happy to wait until I get back? I'll have a look at the replay before. Are you guys happy to share this conversation off here? But if we're a bit late next week doing the show, then it'll be because um, I'm late back into the country. So there you go. Yep. Well, we've got the filth. We've got the scum scum coming up this week. (laughs) So let's see if we can knock them over. Bagsy. Head to head with Joffa. I'd like to see that. Oh, that geez. is something I would like to see. Oh, oh, oh. Get on. It's been the Carlton get Show, on folks. My it can't get any worse. We'll see you next week. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.